0: You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Let's open up our Bibles to Matthew 6. In fact, before you read the Word and you see the Word, can I show you a small video, short video lang po, of children praying how Jesus taught them to pray. This video is from verse 9 to 13. This then is how you should pray Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name Your kingdom come, your will be done On earth as it is in heaven Give us today our daily bread And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. Now if children know how to pray to the Father in heaven, why don't we do the same? Why don't you read with me? This then is how you should pray. All together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And Jesus says, for if you forgive others, as a reminder, when people, when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. We praise you that you are a God that cannot be contained by our traditions, by our culture, by our rituals, by our, by our customs and the things that we're used to. You cannot be a God that we're used to. So, Lord, would you take this message? Would you take this service? Lord, take each and every one of our hearts and speak to us with such clarity that is so shocking, with such purpose that is so defining, with so much love that is so comforting. Father, I pray for you to send your Holy Spirit, for I completely depend on you, that you do your mighty will, your perfect, your pleasing and good will with every single one of us today. This I pray that you be glorified In the name of Jesus, we say amen and amen. Jesus was teaching them to pray, not with a format or a pattern, but he was saying that prayer is so powerful and it reveals to us, it shows us so many things. First of all, it shows us the role of the king. Everybody say, roll. Let's roll. This then is how you should pray, Jesus says. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, when I was deliberating about how to make my points, I was thinking, "Ipaghiwalay ko kaya yung Father chakayung, your kingdom come. Kasi, iba yung Father sa sa king, iba yung dating na But eh. you know what? It struck me that to truly appreciate the magnitude of what Jesus was saying, we had to put both together. That the one Jesus called Father was at the same time. Say, same time. He was at the same time ruler of all creation. A king of a kingdom whose name was so hallowed, so glorious, and so worthy of praise. Wala pa siyang go in. He is worthy of raising up our hands, shouting out. We don't need a worship team to lead us. He is worthy of all our praise. All scripture points to him being omnipresent. That means he is everywhere. Omnipotent. That means he is all-powerful. And he's omniscient. He knows all these things. He knows everything. He's from the beginning to the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. It's his will. Not the president's will. Not the nation's will. Not any king's earthly king's will that ought to be done here on earth. Instantly certainly and joyfully, just like it is in heaven. And this was one of the most radical things you could say to a Jew at that time because they're used to their God, even though He's involved with them personally, he's, they're used to a wrathful God. They're used to a powerful God who created everything. And you single na, this is your judgment. This is your punishment. This is your life. I hold it in my hand. That's the God they're used to. And then suddenly Jesus is coming, call him Father. What? This God that has me shaking in my boots, he's so unpredictable, at least to the Jews. They didn't realize how rebellious and how wicked they, they were. Just like me, I don't understand God, honestly, because when I don't realize how sinful I am in my heart, God seems unpredictable. Because we don't understand how holy he is. And compared to him, how imperfect we are, how sinful we are. You know, growing up, also my dad, means your earthly fathers didn't they don't quite give the picture of what God is as a father. My earthly dad, ang, ang ko po sa kanya growing up, was as a, a provider. Only a provider. There was no relationship. Okayah there was he was the punisher. Hindi yung may mga barilla, yung may na, taga ground, taga taga palo, taga, he was the punisher. He would determine whether I was doing okay. Sing tingin niya lang sa akin, nako, baka nyari ako ah. That was the relationship I had with him. But honestly, I was so rebellious and so wicked. I didn't know what I was accusing my dad of. Sometimes I would tell my dad, alam mo sinabi sa kanya, hindi mo naman kami sinusuportahan emotionally. We don't have a heart. We don't, don't know what I'm going through. I had the audacity to tell that to my dad. I was so rebellious and so self-centered then. But the idea of God as a father is confusing because of our experience here on earth. I don't know what your experience with your dad is like. But some people, like this man, his name is Lee Strobel. Everybody say, Lee Strobel. Lee Strobel was the, maybe some of you know him, he was the author of the books Case for a Creator, The Case for a Christ. But he was an atheist, he was a journalist, and because of the testimony, the prayers of his humble wife, he turned to Christianity. So mga wives, if you're praying for your husband, be humble, be prayerful. But one of the things that turned him to Christianity was the idea that God was a father that would accept him—an acceptance and acknowledgement na never niya natanggap dun sa earth niyang tatay. That's why he embraced, embraced Christianity. In fact, you know God can answer prayers; He can answer prayers for anyone. But answered prayers don't answer the longing in our hearts to be fathered. Yun ang hinahanap natin. Yung tanong kanina, yung magmamahal sa atin ng ganun. Aalagaan tayo, mamahalin tayo, magsasakripisyo para sa atin, sinong magmamahal sa atin ng ganun? We can be physical children but not spiritual children of someone. We have a deep spiritual need to be fathered. Examine yourself. Do you feel orphaned? Maybe not physically, but maybe spiritually. And Jesus was taking a pause in his teachings to clarify for all time, just from the first two words, our Father, that God wants to father us. That's what he wants to do. Is that clear in your hearts and in your minds? He wants to be your father. He wants you to call him Abba, sa Tagalog, ama. But we can't ever forget who is talking to us. Who wants to father us? We can't ever forget that he is a king of a kingdom. There was one time, you know, in ministry. You think that God is everywhere. You think that because you read the Bible every day and you're serving people, you know, ministering to people. Parang pakinam damo kilala mo na si, si Jesus. Am, kilala mo na yung Panginoon. Kitang namin mukha niya minsan. But one time I was asking God in my quiet time, Lord, show me your face. I want to see who you really are. And then I saw a vision of a of a fatherly man. Parang niya ko. Who likes that posture of God who sometimes experiences that. Pero alam niyo ako, I wasn't satisfied. So, Lord, Lord, sanay na ako sa kay. Wag yung ganyan, yung sino ko ba talaga? And then he shows a powerful figure. I'm just I'm just kneeling down and I'm I'm, I'm in my quiet time with God. And he sees. I see this, this, this figure of light, so brilliant, so radiant, ready to embrace me with arms wide open. Have you ever had that vision of God? That's kind of how I pictured you to be, also. How the movies show you, how all the stories show you. I don't also want that. Sino ka bata, laga? Sabi ko, Kung alam ko lang yung ko, no. And then like like the movie where the camera is panning up, suddenly he shows me something that's kind of like what he showed Isaiah the prophet. Do you, remember, do you know that book, Isaiah? One of the prophets that God was showing a vision of the throne of heaven. And this is what he showed Isaiah. He showed Isaiah and he said, there were angels all around. That's not even God. Angel pa Seraphim antawag. With a six wings covering the head, the body, and the legs. And there was this mighty creature, but behind him, the Bible says in Isaiah 6, behind him, there was a huge throne and the, and the trains of his robe were filled with light and they filled the whole realm. In fact, it was so magnificent. Isaiah said, this man who was, who was well known, this man of great stature. Sabe nang ng, ng tong, whoa! Everybody say, whoa! whoa. Hindi yung whoa! Hindi ganun. Yung whoa niya yung whoa yari ako. That means, whoa is me! Kawawa kawawa ako! I have seen the Lord! And that was a little bit of what God was showing me at that quiet time. Here I was. And he was showing me steps leading to a throne filled with light. And for some reason, the camera in my picture was going up and up and up, and I suddenly got afraid. I suddenly said, Oh Lord, walk with me, walk, 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 the land, walk, 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 land." I said, no, I'm not worthy of being shown your face. Let's never take for granted. Yes, he's, he's our father. Yes, he loves us and is tender with us. But He is the sovereign ruler of all creation. Please try to wrap your head around that. The ruler, the sovereign, the most worthy being in all of the universe is your Father. Think about that. Prayer reveals who God is. Next, Jesus said, you see, this is who God is. Prayer reveals the rulership. Of the king. Everybody say rulership. It means how we are ruled. What's our relationship to this king? And Jesus said, Well, pray to the king. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. How does our ruler rule us? Well, one attitude Jesus was espousing was complete dependence on him. Give us today our daily bread. Lord, we have nothing without you. Our businesses, our jobs, our careers, our possessions, that car, that iPad, that laptop, your friends, your house, your school, all these things. The Bible said every good thing comes from the Lord. And we are absolutely dependent on God daily. Everybody say daily. That word daily the word is epioción. Wow, sounds French. Epiosion. Alam mo na hirapan yung mga scholars sa salitang yun Because they can only find it in the Lord's Prayer, nowhere else in the New Testament. And if you're studying scripture, you, you have to find the repetition para masolidify ma, ma ko, Anong ibig You know where they found that word? They found it on a shopping list. Say sang Jewish na baba'e during that time. And it was a list of things that she would have to, yung grocery list ba. Diba kailangan, inaano mo kung anong araw dapat ito, ang uso namin ngayon sa bahay namin, kung anong araw kailangan ito, meron tayo nito sa Monday, sa Tuesday, sa Wednesday. And na, nandun yung saritang yun no, sa shopping list niya, saying that it would be something she needed to look for every day. And if you were to say that, Jesus knew he was, how He was saying that word, that God is involved with us. That he looks after every specific thing we need every single day. And if you were to say that to a Jew at that time, you know, because all the Jews as a nation, they remember when they had to depend on God daily. Do you remember that time? When they were in the wilderness going to the promised land for 40 years. They would wait every day for God to bring down manna from heaven, but they could never save the manna. Because what Inipon What at night? That meant araw-araw, umaasah kalang sa Panginoon. Make no mistake about it. No matter what you do at work, no matter how much is in your bank account, you are dependent on God. Jesus was just reminding them: God provides what you need. When he knows that we need it in the way that he decides to give it. And God's providence leads us to the next attitude. So we are completely dependent on him. Everybody say, completely dependent. And the next attitude is this We're not entitled to anything. We're not entitled to anything. We don't deserve what God is giving us. Forgive us our debts. This verse was very important to me one time during the wilderness of my marriage. You know how open I am. Can I be vulnerable with you? In this next instance, in one of the many, nga, ko, in one of the many fights, namin ng asawa ko during our wilderness period, na ng bahay namin dati, and I would have very little time with my wife. Let me pause again. Sabihin ko lang sa inyo, ha, yung asawa ko, she is the most Christ-like person I have ever known. And she is always ready to resolve things with me, and always ready to give forgiveness and to forgive me. Pero may isang time, minsan na frustrate ako, parang ganun ulit yung pinag-aawayan namin. Pero at the time, hating gabi na, naghahanda ako sa pagtuturo the next day. Away na naman kami, wala na naman ako. Actually, I remember, ginising mo ko nun, ba? Kasi nga yung problema ko, sobrang ako nung pagod pagdating sa bahay. Ang layo-layo ng bahay namin. Maglalaro kami ng anak ko, patutulogin ko siya. Tapos pagdating sa asawa ko, oh ka mo sa na... Ganun, ganun, araw-araw for one year. No, hon? Tapos di, mo na, di na niya matek. Ginising niya ako. Ano ba? Wala tayong oras para mag-away. Mag-away. Pag-usapan natin to. Tapos ako parang, grabe. Wala na naman ako oras. Alam ko na yung problema niya. Wala akong oras. But you know what? I don't know if you know this, Ann, pero nag-chune out ako a little bit habang sinasabi niya yung, minsan ba mga, mga asawa, ganun ba nangyayari? Pag nag-aaway, parang naging na. parang nakaka-chune out na. Hindi mo naman maintindihan yung nangyayari. Kasi medyo minsan ganun. Ganun lang yung nangyayari. Sabi ko, Lord. Sa loob-loob ko, parang nagsispeak in the spirit na ako, pray na ako, Lord. Ito, ito. And somehow, this is what the Lord dropped in my heart. Forgive us our debts. As we also have forgiven our debtors. So, ko, oh, sige po, if I said, o sighipo, forgive ko nasileya, kapal namukhano. Ako may kasalanan. <laughs> <laughs> forgive ko siya Lord ulit. <laughs> no, 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 no. God was saying to me, He was showing me this. You pray. God was, I felt God was saying, You pray that you be forgiven. And I realized that God was telling to me, You're, We're never going to reach the point. That we're gonna be so holy, so perfect, so so nice and happy that all we're doing is forgiving people. We're not entitled to people treating us fairly, that my wife should understand what I'm going through. We're not entitled to our bosses making it easy on us or understanding when you need to take a leave, or your family always persecuting you or betraying you or stabbing you in the back, friends doing that. We're not entitled to that treatment. We ourselves need to be forgiven. So the Lord was telling me, you say sorry right now to your wife. You say sorry right now to my child, to my daughter. But Lord, she's not going to forgive me. She doesn't understand. You say it right now. You need forgiveness. Doesn't matter whether my doesn't matter whether she's going to change to accommodate you. You're still in a state that you need forgiveness. In fact, Jesus, even after the prayer, reminds us, oh, forgive other people when they sin against you. Then your heavenly father will also forgive you. It says that Jesus was teaching his disciples that we should reflect. That prayer should give us time to reflect on our standing with God. Before Him, we are nothing. Before Him, we are dependent. And before us, God is holy. God is just. He will do whatever He wants to do. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. So if you're going through a rough time, you can't say, Lord, bakit you mo You're not. We're not. I'm not entitled. I'm already grateful that He's forgiven me even though I don't deserve it. I'm already grateful that He sacrificed so that I can be, like the song said, I can be a child of God. So yes, I asked Leah's forgiveness. Not just for that night. I asked for all the times I never fix up the things so that we can get ready. I never close the windows of the house for her so that when, when we're ready to go, we I never, I never bring Eli to the, to, the, to the bathroom and he needs to to do his thing all the things that i don't do hindi lang yung hinihingi niya sa akin and i didn't it didn't matter to me whether maiintindihan niya ako or pagbibigyan niya na ako let me tell you this that posture of humility did more for my marriage than any of the arguments that i won that posture of humility prayer humbles us before god so prayer shows us the role of the king, who God is. Prayer humbles us, shows us our rulers, the rulership of the king. Finally, prayer leads, prayer shows, prayer points to the rescue of his people. I was thinking whether dapat itong last part na to, Dapat usually, we should natin dun the middle part, diba? Lord, give us our daily bread, uh, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and then we say, lead us not into temptation. Yun kasi kinalakihan natin eh as we say that prayer parang natural na routine na. But I just want to submit to you that there's a reason why Jesus ends, "Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one." How Jesus ended his prayer actually speaks less of what we want. Yes, we need this. We need to be led away from temptation. Yes, we need deliverance. But Jesus was implying this is exactly what God wants. He wants his people delivered from the evil one. His purpose for the whole story of building his own nation to be a blessing to the whole world, then sending his son to accomplish what all that plan was to ex- do exactly that—to deliver us from the evil one. In a way, we admit. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is. Temptation proof. Lord, I'm not temptation proof. Do what you plan to do. Deliver us from the evil one. But even though we admit that we can, can succumb to the traps of the enemy, God already rescued us. We ask, asked who does anyone love us? God loves us. God rescued us. God sacrificed to do that. Would anyone love us that way? Prayer reveals that God loves us. The last question though is, do we love God? And I know, I don't know with you when we try that 1 minute of prayer, kahit pa alam nyo? just to be honest, ha, walang tas ng kamay. Yun up nagbababolap sa puso ko, humihingi na naman ako. Lord, yung ganito, Lord, yung ganyan, Lord. And I can easily make a, a prayer list of things that I need. Will I ask God, what do you want? What is your will? How can I be part of that and, can I surrender to that plan, that will? I know you hear me tell stories about my dad, and maybe my dad's look like parang too malupit, too but he was not that at all. I got to know him in the last years, well, when I got born again, when I gave my life to Christ, my perspective of him changed. And in the last years of his life, when he got to know Jesus Christ, I got to know him also. Medyo na kulina, no, when I realized that his dad left, passed away also at an early age. So it was him alone who was trying to raise 10 or so of his brothers and sisters. His whole family depended on him. So what was it like? I started to realize, what was it like for him to forego his personal ambitions, his personal dreams, so that his brothers and sisters could have a hope in a future? What was it like for my dad to have no one to lean on? Did he have God? Apparently, he only had God at the end. What was giving him comfort? What was strengthening him? Did he pray this prayer? And did he know what this prayer meant for him? Growing up, did he understand that he had a father king in heaven. I remember very distinctly one of the last prayers I prayed over my dad. in the last year of his life, I prayed, "Lord, would you father my dad? The way he was never fathered when he was growing up." And you would see my dad just wow. For the first time I just felt a wall really broken between the two of us. But you know what I realized? Ni Never once did I ask my dad, Paps, what do you want? I just got used to him just providing and providing what I needed. I got so used to criticizing him for not providing what I thought. It should be His duty to provide for me. You know what prayer does? It reveals what's in God's heart. And it invites us to join Him through prayer. You know, so many times through prayer, I've seen so many people freed from bondage. Yung sin and shame of the past of their childhood, prayer lang, nagugula ako wow, and then after that prayer, it was just a simple prayer, Lord, free this man from bondage. Lord, you love this man. You love this son. You love this woman. And every time they come out and God is just so faithful, they come out with an idea, wow, Pastor, I feel, I feel so fathered. Through prayer. Maybe restoration takes a while, Maybe provision, you'll see it in the next while. Maybe it's just partial now, but it'll be full someday. But it starts with a prayer. I don't want to be with my Father in heaven the way I was with my dad here on earth. I don't want my life to pass and not ask God, God, Father, what do you want? What's in your heart? Just like Jesus did. In fact, Jesus did it so well, this was said of him in Hebrews. While Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. Remember that garden in Gethsemane? He was pleading to God because he knew, howak howak be Lord yung buhay niya. Funny that he was God himself. And, son, and the son would do that. And God heard his prayers because of what? His deep reverence for god jesus knew exactly who he was praying to even though jesus was god's son he learned obedience from the things he suffered he submitted to the will of the lord and what happened in this way god qualified him as a perfect high priest and he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him do we want our god to qualify us to reassure us, wow, anak talaga kita. This is what God wants when we pray. He wants His sons and daughters to acknowledge who He is. To see who He is. And how much He loves us. And how much He's rescued us. And we heard the children pray it a while ago. The way only children can pray a prayer, no? Yung alam mga Everything in my life is completely dependent on you. That's children, but I believe God wants to make us children again, His children. In fact, you can't say the word child without having a father. Anong, anong tawag sa bata? Kid, diba? It's not a sign of idad. Ani yun kid? Pag child yung child, that means there's a father. There's someone fathering. What prayer does, it unites us with the Father. The Father who rescued us. The Father who reigns over us. I want to pray for a while. For some people who have never had a father, I'd like everybody to bow their heads and close their eyes. I'm speaking to specific people. People who have never made a decision to give their lives to Jesus Christ. People who have never known God as a father. But God is picking you right now and saying, "Tamana. Tamana bata." Stop running away. Come home. Come home to me. Come home with me. And if you want to make that decision today, to accept the Lord as your Father and believe with all your heart that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, eyes are closed and heads are bowed down only between you and God, God wants you to raise your hand like a child to a father. Just like that. Yeah, that's it. At the count of three, some more. One, two, three. Yes, that's it. Just raise those hands. Nobody's looking at you. Only God is our audience today. And everybody, let's pray with them. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I repent of all my sins and I believe with all my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. I give my life to you. Thank you for dying in my place on the cross and rising again to forgive my sins and give me eternal life. I place my life in your hands. Why don't we all say that again? I place my life in your hands. Thank you for giving up your life for me. As we pray in Jesus' name. Just a little bit more, raise those hands as people start to look around and friends start to notice Thank you, Lord, for these people. If beside you someone is raising their hands and giving their life to Christ, would you put your hands on them? Lord, we bless these people. We bless these people and we, we proclaim that from now on you will be their father and no weapon forged against the enemy will now prevail against them because they pass through you first. We praise you, God. Let's give the Lord a hand. We praise you, God. We worship you, God. Why don't we raise our hands right now as as we sort of prepare to worship God let's not let worship lead us let's let prayer lead our worship Would that be alright let prayer lead our worship now that we acknowledge God now that we know who God is our ruler and sovereign our father the provider of everything let's pray the Lord's Prayer I know you know this and deep with your heart let's pray it right now at the count of three Shout it out if you must. One, two, three. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done, on earth as it is. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Please pause. No, no, no. The way God, the sovereign, should be our Father. That's how He should be prayed for. He deserves, I believe with all my heart right now, He deserves adoration in this prayer. Would you do that? I'm going to say it softly so that you can say it loudly. And just let all your heart pray the way this prayer ought to be prayed. Would that be all right? Children, sons and daughters of God. At the count of three again. One, two, three from the evil one lord thank you for your promise to all your children sons and daughters that i will deliver the lord is saying are you in a tight spot or do you feel that the enemy is above you all around you attacking you from one part to another the lord says you are in my house the lord says you are my son and my daughter nothing reaches you that doesn't pass through me first that's why the word to Isaiah is this that no weapon forged against you will prevail for I am the master of the forge I create the ravager I create all the weapons this is your inheritance as my child for those of you who made that decision today to give your life to Jesus Christ do you think God is gonna love you just for this instant what do you think, for now and forevermore, does He want to father you? Because if He does, what I want to do is I want to invite you, after we've dismissed, to come here in front. And speak to some of your friends here in church. Maybe you've been offended before. Maybe you've been hurt. But God does not want to, for you to live your life alone anymore. He wants to give you friends. No, He wants to give you brothers and sisters. Walk through life with you. So please talk with us. Just come here forward for leaders to speak to you. Before I give everyone the final benediction, there is a group of people that I realize I think God wants to speak to today. And this is people who some of us who have been praying and somehow our prayer life has become dry and I I can't hear God so clearly anymore the Lord's prayer is not a template or a pattern for you to say by routine our father in heaven only be your name not like that Jesus was saying spend time knowing who god is first allow god to show himself to you who he really is and then give your heart to him let him show you how faithful he is how involved he is so i pray for those of you who want to have a better, a greater, a more intimate prayer life. I'm just going to raise my hand as well. If you want to join me, just raise your hand as children of God. Lord, I pray that whenever we pray, that whenever we spend time with you, that whenever we, we just open your Bible, there's nowhere else where we need to see a clear definition of who you are. When we read our Bibles, may you speak to us as the sovereign Lord of creation, who is our Father, May that time with you yield freedom for us. May it yield your power and your presence. And may, even as we go, may it be 10 minutes, 15, one or two hours, it doesn't matter. Quality and quantity time, but may every time with you change us every day. It just changes us. That whatever we do, you you're faithful to your promise that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Listen to God right now. Do you think I'll leave you when you're at your workplace? Do you think I'll leave you in that time where ini wukana nal hatang tao? Do you think I will leave you? I will be there. I will not forsake you. I'll fors- I've forsaken my son, so I cannot forsake you. Lord, thank you. Those are truly a words of a father. Thank you, Lord. I pray you bless everyone here. Show your father's face to them, the sovereign power and presence to everyone here, and give them peace. So whatever they're going through. A peace beyond comprehension. We still have the peace of the Lord. And be gracious to them. Be gracious. Be gracious unto them every day of their lives. This we pray in the loving, mighty name of Jesus. We all say, Amen. Amen.